0: Hi, we've got three stories from curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn how fast human lifespans are increasing, why we've never seen a black hole, and new brain research that could help you kickstart your memory.
0: Let's satisfy some curiosity on the award-winning Curiosity Daily. We all know human lifespans are getting longer, but do you know how much longer? New research suggests that human lifespans are increasing by approximately three years every generation. And it's a trend that shouldn't be going away anytime soon. Is this good news for you, Ashley? Do you want to live a really long time?
1: I think I do. As long as I'm healthy while I do it, yeah.
0: Hail and hearty, I prefer. (laughs) Exactly. Because I'm from the 1600s. (laughs) Well, as reported by Futurity, Stanford researchers analyzed the average age of death in people who lived to be over 65 in developed countries. They looked at 50 years of lifespan data, and the takeaway was clear. We can expect longer lives, and there's no sign of a slowdown in the trend. Specifically, the average age of death in those who live to be older than 65 increased by about 3 years in every 25-year period. So on average, you can expect to live about 6 years longer than your grandparents. The data showed minor fluctuations in how quickly lifespans increased, thanks to factors like medical breakthroughs, but those variations averaged out over time. The study is notable because most longevity studies look at the outliers, the people who live longer than everybody else. That's not the best sample set though, since not very many people live that long. What's interesting is the shape of this data was consistent over the 50-year period they studied, and that was across all variables. There was no single factor that allowed some people to live longer than others, at least not one that was showing up after age 65. The researchers note that by the time someone's reached age 65, they've already overcome a lot of the factors that could shorten life, like violence or early disease. So if you make it that far, then congratulations. You've got the same odds of living longer as the millionaire down the street.
1: The Event Horizon Telescope is the biggest ever attempt to directly image the environment around a black hole. That might sound kind of weird. I mean, we have images of exoplanets hundreds of light years away, stars in the midst of going supernova, and galaxies at the edge of the universe you'd think that by now we'd have at least one picture of a black hole. So why don't we?
0: Because it's too dark?
1: Kind of. So here's the science. A black hole is a spherical region of space with infinite density that has a gravitational pull so strong that not even light can escape. Technically, we'll never be able to image a black hole since it doesn't emit or reflect light. Light is the only way we can see something, so it should be impossible to actually see a black hole. But shadows don't emit light either, and we can still see them because of the contrast with the light around them. And that's how we plan to directly image a black hole. We just have to directly image the stuff around it that emits light. See, the border around a black hole that defines where you can and can't escape is known as the event horizon. Gas and dust that are pulled toward but not past the event horizon turn into an accretion disk. That spins around the black hole at such tremendous speeds that it heats up and releases X-rays and gamma rays that telescopes can see. And that is what the Event Horizon Telescope is after. And the Event Horizon Telescope is a truly momentous achievement. It combines 15 to 20 radio telescopes positioned all around the globe, spaced up to 12,000 kilometers apart, and points them all at the exact same object. This essentially gives us a telescope the size of our entire planet, and allows for the kind of precision that could spot a fly on the moon. That's good because the supermassive black holes at the center of galaxies are pretty tiny, not to mention pretty far away. The one at the center of the Milky Way is 27,000 light years away, but the astronomers working on the Event Horizon Telescope say they've already observed it. They just have to compile the data and use special algorithms to translate it into a clear picture. Soon, we should have preliminary images that show the size, shape, and surrounding environment of our local supermassive
0: black hole. Not quite as
1: easy as an online photo order at your nearest drugstore, but nobody ever said science was easy.
0: Today's episode is sponsored by Mova Globes, spelled M-O-V-A. They're globes that rotate by themselves.
1: Mova Globes rotate using a technology that's the first of its kind. No batteries, no cords, just rotating globes powered by ambient light.
0: Here's how cool these things are. I have a quick story. A few weeks ago, we were in an event for science communicators in Huntsville, Alabama.
1: Shout out to our friends at ThinkerCon!
0: And I took a day trip with some YouTubers and podcasters to the Huntsville Art Museum. We got a private tour and got to see some of their private collection it was super cool and there was a MOVA globe at the little reception at the end of the tour. So here I am with a bunch of science people in a room in an actual art museum, surrounded by paintings and sculptures, and seriously, all anyone could talk about was this MOVA globe on the table. A couple people picked it up and it kept rotating and everyone was floored. Talk about a conversation piece. This is like a conversation lightning rod.
1: That globe featured a map of the Earth, but there are also globes with planets, moons, and more from their space collection.
0: There are 40 different designs from world maps to artwork. Hidden magnets provide the movement so all you have to provide is a space on your desk or art gallery please visit movaglobes.com curiosity and use coupon code curiosity, that's C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-Y, for 15% off your purchase.
1: This is a great gift for the person who has everything. To get 15% off of your purchase, visit movaglobes.com curiosity and use coupon code curiosity.
0: We're going to wrap up with some compelling memory research, and it's all based on something called the Jennifer Aniston Neuron. It shows how easily our brains draw new connections, and you can use it to kickstart your memory. Except now I'm just kind of sad I never got into Friends. I never did either. Let's play Name the Friends characters. <laughs> Who can name more? I've got Rachel and Phoebe.
1: Uh, Is there a Carl? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Can you okay, name wait. any Xander? Uh,
1: <laughs> no Xander. Um, Ross. Mm-hmm. Joey! Yes!
0: Nice! Ding ding ding! (laughs) This has been the most fun game show we've ever played (laughs) on this podcast. Well, don't worry, this science requires no prior knowledge of the TV show Friends, except knowing that Jennifer Aniston was in it. And this whole thing comes from an accidental discovery in 2005. A team of epilepsy researchers were trying to find the place in the brain where epileptic seizures originate. They started to notice a strange pattern in one of their participants. Every time she saw a picture of Jennifer Aniston, A particular neuron would fire in her brain. They tried showing her the words Jennifer Aniston, and again, that same neuron would fire. They tried bringing up Jennifer Aniston in other ways, and every time, it shot off. The conclusion was inescapable. For this particular individual, anyway, there was a specific neuron tied to the concept of Jennifer Aniston. Other participants in the study had their own unique triggers for particular neurons. In one, they found a particular neuron associated with Bill Clinton. And in another, they found one for Halle Berry. And the subject's brain would react as if they recognized the person, even if the person was unrecognizable in the image. So for example, the Halle Berry part of the brain might fire off if the subject saw her in her Catwoman costume, as long as they knew beforehand that the actress had been unfortunate enough to win that role. This actually tells us a lot about how our brains work, though. As we learn to recognize people, places, and things, Our networks of neurons start to store that data by developing particular patterns of activity. And it's surprisingly easy to manipulate that pattern. For example, sometimes Jennifer Aniston neurons would light up when they saw Lisa Kudrow. That implied that part of the job the neuron was doing was making associations. Lisa Kudrow made her think of Phoebe from Friends, which made her think of Rachel from Friends, which made her think of Jennifer Aniston, who played Rachel. The biggest takeaway from this is that making associations between two concepts could be one of the most effective ways to kickstart your memory. The one that comes to my mind is always thinking of a person you already know when you meet someone new who has the same name. That is my number one tried-and-true trick for remembering names. See what other associations you can make and see how much you can remember.
1: Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com.
0: Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm your friend, Cody (laughs) Gough. And I'm someone who looks just like Jennifer
1: Aniston, Ashley Hamer. Stay curious.
0: On the Westwood One Podcast Network.